Welcome to the Let the Truth Be Told podcast with me, Apostle Jennifer Abigail Lawson Wallace. I'm the co-founder of Cedars House Christian International, a ministry dedicated to raising believers in Christ. I'm also the founder and international president of Women in Tune, a global army of women faithfully worshiping and serving Jesus Christ. My passion is to teach, train, and disciple men, women, their youth, and leaders to get more intimate with the Lord and serve Him. The aim of this podcast is to bring the truth of God's Word to the body of Christ. Therefore, you can expect in-depth teachings for those who are young in their faith, as well as those who are serious with their Christian walk and want to grow. Be ready to be strengthened, equipped, and empowered in your daily walk with the Lord as you listen to the Let the Truth Be Told podcast. For the past few episodes, we've been looking at the topic, Walk About Zion. We find the basis for this topic in Psalm 48, verses 12 to 14. It says, Walk About Zion, and go all around her, count her towers, mark well her bulwarks, consider her palaces, that you may tell it to the generation following. For this is God, our God forever and ever. He'll be our guide even unto death. Hallelujah. When you read Psalm 48, the preceding verses, the Bible encourages us to know the church, to go about the church and discover who she is. And we are in this episode, going to focus on the church as the royal priesthood. The royal priesthood. In this episode, we'll focus on the church as the priesthood. And then in the next episode, we'll focus on the church as kings on the earth. But we are looking at the church as the royal priesthood. Let's turn to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter 2, verse 9. It says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchased special people, that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Uh, for reference, you may also read Revelations chapter 1, verses 5 and 6, and Revelation chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. The church is God's kingdom and nation of kings and priests on the earth. In order to fulfill her mandate, purpose, and mission, the church must function, that is, the church must operate and work as the royal priesthood, kings and priests on the earth. Hallelujah. We are the royal priesthood. And this is something that we need to discover. We need to discover who we are as the royal priesthood and how to operate. I think that when we begin to understand this and we begin to discover it, the other things will be easier. Discipling the believer will be easier. Evangelism, all of these things will be easier because we know who we are. Hallelujah. We are the priesthood the royal priesthood of God on the earth. Wherever we are, in our homes, our communities, the marketplace, in societies, in our nations, we are 
the royal priesthood. Now, before we continue, I want to deal with something that I think is a false teaching. I think it's a false teaching because it contradicts the scripture. There are many teachings out there that separate the function of the royal priesthood. Because the Bible says we are kings and priests, we make some believers kings and some believers priests. I've come across this teaching a lot and it is not the right teaching. This teaching is false because it's not a true representation of Christ in the individual believer's life. We learned in the previous chapter that the believer must grow and be like Christ. And so when we separate the royal priesthood and we say some believers, we say, uh, for instance, pastors and things, they form the priesthood. And then those in the marketplace, those, the laity form the, 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 the kingship, business people. I don't know how we came to that conclusion, but it does not represent Christ in the individual believer's life. Christ must be fully represented in my life. For when I was baptized into Christ, I put on Christ. So the wholeness and totality of Christ must be revealed in my life. And that teaching does not reveal Christ in my life. It means that if I am serving God in the fivefold ministry, I am a, a, an apostle, I'm a pastor, whatever, I'm not a king. Or if I happen to be like a businesswoman, I would be part of the kings, but not a priest. No, then that does not fully represent Christ in me. In all things, Christ is our example. And he's both king and priest after the order of Melchizedek. So in Christ, I am both a priest and a king. And you are both a priest and a king. And we, the church, form the royal priesthood. Let's turn to Zechariah chapter 6. And uh, uh, we'll read from verses 12 to 13. It says, tell him, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies see. Here is the man called the branch. He will branch out from where he is and build the temple of the Lord. Yes, he will build the temple of the Lord. Then he will receive royal honor and will rule as king from his throne. He will also serve as priest from his throne. And there will be perfect harmony between his two roles. Hallelujah. This scripture shows us that Jesus Christ serves as a priest from his throne. Jesus is our example, and he is both king and priest. He's king, but he's a priest, and he serves as a priest from his throne, making the two offices complete in one person. Christ's office as priest is not of the Levitical order, which is separate from the kingship. Christ's office as priest is of the order of Melchizedek, who was both priest and king. Therefore, every believer is a priest and a king, or a king and a priest. Every believer, therefore, bears the joint title of king and priest, and every believer must function as such. We're going to focus in this episode on our role as priests. 
So who is a priest? As a church, we need to know who we are. And we are discovering who we are as priests on the earth. Priest, the Hebrew word for priest is kohen. Kohen is one set apart and sanctified to minister before God. So a kohen or a priest is one who ministers to God so that they can minister to others. Is one consecrated to stand before God on behalf of God's people. One consecrated to the service of the sanctuary and of the altar. And again, I want to say, all believers are priests. Unlike the Old Testament, every new covenant believer is a priest. And I will explain as we go on. Through the atonement of Jesus Christ, we have all been given access to God. Because that's the essential thing of the priesthood. Access to God and access to the presence and things of God. We have been given access to God and made priests to God. Every believer must function as a priest. Every believer, including the leaders, including the laity. Jesus Christ has given us access. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 4. I'll read from verses 14 to 16. It says, Seeing then that we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all things tempted as we are without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. I love this scripture so much. Sometimes when I'm praying, I say, Lord, I'm coming through the gate of grace, for Christ has given me access by grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That we approach the throne boldly because of the work of grace. Jesus has given us access. So every believer is a priest. Hallelujah. Now, what is the role of the priest? And to know the role of the priesthood, we need to look at the Old Testament pattern. Moses was given a pattern for worship and was instructed by God to build a tabernacle and set up a, a priesthood to lead the people in worship. From this, we can learn more about our role as priests. The first role of the priesthood, therefore, is to minister to God and serve him. In the Old Testament, God revealed an order of ritualistic worship to Moses, like I said earlier where Aaron and his sons were chosen to serve as priests. That order of ritualistic worship is a portrait of continuous and uninterrupted sanctification, prayer, worship, intercession. Hallelujah. So what Moses was shown was a, a portrait of continuous sanctification of, with the blood, with the word, with the spirit, and of continuous worship, of continuous prayer, continuous intercession. They had to continue doing it every day. The New Testament priesthood, therefore, is a continuous lifestyle of sanctification, of worship, of prayer, and intercession. I think you now understand why the issue of discipleship is very important. In the Old Testament, to fulfill this function 
of ministering to God. The priests were to minister to him at the altar and they were to guard the sanctity of the sanctuary. They were to care for the, the, the altar, care for the sanctuary, care for everything in it that is sacred, including the priesthood itself. They were to preserve and guard the name of God and all that is sacred. This is our role as priests to God. We are to guard the word. We are to defend the word. We are to defend the faith. We are to protect all that pertains to Christ. Hallelujah. That is an important role in terms of ministering to God. Secondly, the priests were to ensure that there was always fire on the altar. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 12 tells us, And the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order on it. The priests were to put wood on the fire daily to ensure its continuity. The fire came from heaven. The original fire had come down from heaven. And the priests were to keep putting fire on it to stop the fire from going out. Hallelujah. This represents our daily lifestyle of continuous sanctification, of continuous worship, of continuous prayer, of continuous intercession. Hallelujah. It was never to cease but to continue daily. As priests, this must be our lifestyle. Hallelujah. The fire from heaven dwells within us by the power of the Holy Spirit. It must not die out. It must grow and grow as we grow in the things of Christ. Hallelujah. Thirdly, the priests were to minister to God at the table of shewbread. I'm talking about the first role of the priesthood in ministering to God. We are called to minister to God. And as one's called to minister to God, we are to protect all that is sacred of the things of God. And we are to ensure that the fire doesn't go out. Thirdly, we are to minister to God at the table of the shoe bread. The table of the shoe bread represents the word of God. It's an open invitation by God to have fellowship with him in the word. Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. The word is the daily bread we eat. In the Old Testament, the priest once a week would put in fresh bread. But at the end of the week, they would sit there and they would eat it in the presence of God. During the week, they will attend to it to make sure everything is okay with it. We are also to be partakers of the word of God. It means a continuous fellowship with the Lord in the word. As priests, we are to fellowship with God daily by reading and studying the scriptures. I don't know how you can live as a believer and not read the scripture or not even study it. And thank God these days, we have so many things to help us. Sometimes I just listen. I listen to the scriptures. And uh, sometimes I read. Sometimes I study. 
when I study, then it means I'm breaking it down. I'm looking at it from different aspects. I'm chewing it. I'm chewing it. I'm chewing it. That is what meditate means. We need to spend time in the word of God. Because that is part of our role as priests. Hallelujah. The priests were also to minister to God at the golden lampstand. Hallelujah. This represents the spirit of God. You can read about this in Exodus 25, 31 to 40. The lamps were to continue burning. Actually, because the sanctuary was dark, the way it had been constructed, there was no other light in the sanctuary except the light that came from the golden lampstand. And this represents the Holy Spirit, the light of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And the priests were to attend to that. If we have been called to be light, then we must shine. The Bible says, arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of God is risen upon you. It is the Holy Spirit who illuminates us, who brings forth the light of Christ through us. And we are instructed to live in the Spirit. In the Old Testament, God instructed the people to bring the oil for that lamp. And there was a special oil. It's not just any ordinary oil. This represents the spirit-filled life and the spirit-led life. We are to keep the lamp burning by bringing in fresh oil. Hallelujah. May the Lord anoint you with fresh oil in Jesus' name. The priests were to minister to God also at the altar of incense. You see, in the tabernacle that Moses built, these things were present. In the holy place, we had the table of shewbread. They had the golden candlestand, and they had the altar of incense. The table of shewbread, like I said, represents our time in the Word, our life in the Word. The golden candlestand represents our walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. Now we come to the altar of incense. The priest had to put fresh incense or burn incense each morning and evening at the altar of incense. And whenever he attended to the lamps, he would burn incense. This represents our worship, our worship unto God. Hallelujah. As priests, we are to worship. We are to live in the word. We are to pray. Hallelujah. We are to live in the spirit. We are to preserve the things that are precious to God. Because that is our role. To minister to God. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 verse 17. And I read from the English Standard Version. It says, these are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. The things that Moses was shown were a shadow of the things to come. The substance belonged to Christ. We are of Christ. So the substance belongs to us. We must live out what these things symbolize. Hallelujah. As priests, with Christ as our pattern, we must fulfill the copy and also have a personal altar. 
or a personal lifestyle where we are being sanctified, where we are being changed by the word, by the spirit, in our worship, in our prayer. Hallelujah. So that's the first role of the priesthood, to minister to God. We shall continue this discussion in the next episode of Let the Truth Be Told. I hope you've been encouraged, strengthened, and perhaps even challenged by this message. You may also watch teachings related to this message and other topics on my Let the Truth Be Told YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to. I'd love to hear from you, so please do sign up to our email list at letthetruthbetold at cedarshouse.org and subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. To find out more about me, Jennifer Abigail Lawson-Wallace, our ministry and the work we do, visit our websites womenintune.org, quiverprayermovement.org and cedarshouse.org. You may join our community on social media and engage with us there. This podcast was sponsored by Sublime Gifts, home of elegant, bespoke Christian gifts, from personalized cards and cushions to devotionals and luxury picture frames. Please do remember to visit their website, sublimegiftsuk.com. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to download and listen to the podcast. God bless you.